Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 134 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott with you. Royal Pizza celebrating 50 years in Edmonton. Still making it great on now through October. Royal Pizza offering the combo special. Your choice of Greek salad or Caesar salad, as well as garlic toast, two medium gourmet pizzas, and four anniversary cookies, all for just 200 or all for $50. Not 250 50 bucks. Celebrating 50 years in Edmonton. Pick that up at any of their 14 Edmonton and surrounding locations. Locations. All right. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers Now. Uh, Raider Jesse says, uh, glad Mr. Cates is doing better, but a bit concerned he thinks we'll have a top D in the future given uh, how relying on prospects before they hatch hasn't been a great idea. I, I think he specifically said in the future. I don't think he said right away. Again, Broberg's over in Sweden. Let's be pragmatic in terms of the approach here. I think Evan Bouchard, you heard what uh, John Shannon had to say on the show in the first hour. I tend to agree with John. I think it's going to be pretty tough for Evan to make the team. I think he's probably going to play 25 to 40 games down in the minors. Uh, And then... We'll see what happens with Baron Jones, who have both had two pro years. Ligason's had two pro years. Sam Rukov clearly is not ready to play in the NHL. It's already been shown here uh, through uh, rookie tournaments and scrimmages, though I thought he was okay yesterday. Um, and then with Broberg, a year in Sweden, maybe a year in the minors, and then he comes up at some stage as well. But it's not going to be an overnight type of thing. The thing about Evan Bouchard is... The guy creates offense. He's got a slightly different... He's an elite... uh, At the OHL level, he was an elite offensive defenseman. You'll say lots of guys were elite offense. We'll see how it transitions. He had a point per game in the AHL. Um, We'll see how long it's going to take for Bouchard to uh, get up. Some of you uh, would have written off Leon Dreisaitl. Uh, You know, he had... I don't know how many points he had in the first 37 games of his uh, first half season in the NHL. He went down to the minors... Played about six games. Oilers had some injuries, got recalled, never looked past. Never looked back. So, But I think there's a chance, certainly put it this way. I believe in four years' time, 
that Evan Bouchard and Philip Roberg will both be top four defensemen. Clefbaum and Nurse are top four defensemen. I think Sam Rukov has a chance to be a top four defenseman as well. And then the Oilers need to hit on a Jones or on a Bear or on a Lagason. Bear's in great shape. Jones very athletic. Lagason reliable. It's going to be intriguing to watch all his defense prospects coming. Storyline tonight for a lot of fans is going to be Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Sam Gagne and James Neal. And uh, we're going to hear from both Neal and Gagne. We'll start with a one-on-one conversation I had with James Neal. James, you've been here for a few days now. How, yeah. How's it? How's it felt for you so far? Yeah, it's uh, no, it's been a really good feel. Um, you know, I was really excited with what happened this summer and being able to to come here. I think, um, you know, just walking into this rink and this facility is uh, is pretty amazing. You know, the the dressing rooms. Uh, probably the best in the league and um, being able to come in here every day is, uh, is a lot of fun and um, you know the guys have been uh, very welcoming I know uh, quite a few of them so it's been a pretty easy transition uh, maybe shed some light you, you say you know quite a few of them how many of the guys did you skate with on a regular basis and do you think maybe some of those guys made it might have played a bit of part in ensuring that you know you end up getting the opportunity yeah. to play here yeah well I skate with Connor and work out with him I have for uh, a lot of years and, and Mike Smith uh, you know our new goalie I, I trained with him for a lot of years too so um, won a gold medal uh, in the world juniors and I think it was 05 with 06 with uh, with Gags and Russ and uh, so I know them I know Cass from from playing against them quite a bit and uh, you know Leon skated with us as well so kind of just getting a uh, you know feel for those guys was was good and uh, like I said I think it, it's never easy changing teams it's always it's always a, a you know a tougher transition but I think with with knowing those guys and coming in here I think uh, with the new faces and general manager and Ken and new a new coach and tip um, you know it's kind of a different feel for everybody so I think that made it a little easier for me you're a veteran you've been with some different organizations can you read too much in alliance because you start with Ryan Nugent Hopkins yeah. and I'm sure they discussed that with you before yeah. but just uh, maybe a, a thought on how you think that's gone through the first couple days and what you might be able to accomplish uh, yeah. at least in the short term with Ryan for sure yeah it's, no it's been good it's uh, you know it's nice to be able to play with a high-end centerman like that and Nugent who uh, you know obviously had a great year last year so she should be coming in with a tons of confidence I know he had a great summer and um, you know he's a he's a guy who can put the puck in the net so he's dangerous and uh, you know he can pass it so um, you know that's really exciting for me and um, you know we'll as we get into some exhibition games here we'll get a, a lot better feel but we've talked uh, talked a lot and uh, trying to get to know each other's tendencies and I think uh, you know the main thing is is I feel comfortable with each other and then starting to produce uh, you know we want we want to spend lots of time in the offensive zone we want to be shooting the puck and, uh, and get chances so if we can do that and uh, you know we'll be Fine. James, he's he's an elite power play guy. Yep. Like even in his rookie year, when he had 52 points yep. in 62 games, 23 are on the power play. Do you think you can? And I mean this in all sincerity. I know you want to bounce back, yep. but do you think you can help work with him to For maybe sure. take him to another level? Yeah, I think. Uh, you know, I think that's uh, uh, that's what I'll do. I think. Uh, you know, for me, I've you know played a lot of years in the league. I played with, uh, you know some of the best players and the best players in the in the NHL so um, you know I've played with lots of them so I think just uh, you know talking to him about things that that I like t- talking about where he likes the puck um, you know a lot goes into it I think we'll we'll sit down here we've already talked about we'll sit down and go over game tape I think knowing where your guys are on the ice when um, where you, when you get pucks and um, you know you have a feel of uh, where your guys are when they're behind you when you don't know when you don't know where they are you, you know where to put the puck that that they'll retrieve it and I think 
you know, as we get as we go along here, I think he, you know, it's it's uh, it's good to get into the, the captain skates and the and the practices, but I think you really got to get some games under our belt, and I think we'll play quite a few exhibition games to really get a feel for each other. What was your split in Pittsburgh between Malkin and Crosby? Yeah, you're mostly yeah. with Malkin. Right? I was with mostly with Malkin. Yeah, Sid was hurt a lot. Uh, he was going through the concussion right. problems, but I think on the, you know on the power play was playing with Sid, Sid a lot, and um, you know all those guys, and then going back to my Dallas, you know, I started my first tournament was Mike Medano and uh, then my second one was Brad Richards so uh, and then going to and then going to Pittsburgh and playing with Malkin and then in Nashville playing with Mike Ribeiro and Ryan Johansson and um, is there a, uh, Johansson's a right shot yeah, you got, you I, know, I like the, I like you, playing with lefties playing right. on my off wing because you know they're it's a forehand feed all the time it's them going cross ice and then coming back and, and kind of drawing guys to him um, but I think the biggest thing is is uh, you know for for myself is you have to adapt to the centerman I think you're going to have different guys you're going to have different different ways that, that guys play and I think for me it's my job to to learn how to nuge plays to, to see his tendencies to see what he likes to do and I adapt to him and um, and figure out what works best for, uh, for both of us first day of power play stuff today yeah. and and, uh, they moved you between two different units. Yeah. Uh, top ten power play last year. Uh, anything you, you just sort of? I know it's just day one. Yeah. But was there anything sort of other than the fact that the you know when they've got McDavid, Drysaddle, Nugent yeah. Hopkins out there, it's a ridiculous. It is. Skill set. It is. And different than maybe what Calgary had yeah, because yeah, of yeah. Giordano's presence. Right. On, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. No, their geo's great. Um, but I think you know these guys are. Uh, you know they're 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 a different level of skill. They're uh, with Connor and, and Leon. They they just uh, have that ability to, to draw guys in and and, uh, and dish pucks out when you're uh, when you're all alone. So uh, you know that when you're going up against a team, their their focus on the penalty kill is to to get the puck out of their hands. So um, we're gonna have lots of opportunities to get, find open ice. And um, for me, that's a that's a great thing. And I think that's one of my you know best attributes is being able to get open and um, putting the puck in the how much net front versus middle bumper versus yeah. offside did you play in the power play in the past? Have you played yeah, all? I played, all, all, I played all more uh, yeah, net front and, and bumper. So yeah. I think, uh, um, you know, when you have guys like Leon and, uh, and Connor and Nuge, they're, you know, they're interchangeable. They're going to move around and you just got to fill, fill spots, fill holes. And um, I think that's what you'll see out there. So uh, Leon was great in the middle last year. So uh uh, he has the ability to take pucks in, and you know, you know, obviously, like I said, guys, their defenders, their PK guys are going to be on Leon in the middle. They don't want him to shoot, so that opens up a lot of space for myself and Nuge at the net, and um, you know, we'll see how it goes. All right, that's James Neal of the Edmonton Oilers. So, Brendan, uh, I'm going to bring you back in here. How long until James Neal's on the first power play unit? So they rolled out on Saturday, and uh, the first. Unit from last year was the first unit from last season. McDavid, Nugent, a one-three-one formation. Kleppbaum on the point. McDavid, uh, Drysaddle, Nugent, Hopkins, and then Chase on. And then they flipped Chase on and Neil, and flipped Kleppbaum and Nurse. So how long? How many games do you give it before James Neal ends up in the first uh, power play unit? I hope that it 
goes longer than this for the sake of balance uh, but I can see probably within the first 10 to 15 games there being enough of an issue there um, just because I don't know what Chason's going to produce like now he was to me one of very few bright spots last year for this team and, and how good he looked in my opinion on the power play in the role that he played and this is Chason I'm talking about I, I think he's a better net front presence than Lucic was last year no question I love the work that he does in the high slot if he ends up in that bumper role I think he's got incredible vision there but he was the net front mostly last year right. on the power play. And that's safe to say, but you know, there was just times where I thought that he really saw the ice on the power play incredibly well. Here's the thing that's interesting. He had terrible 5v5 metrics last year, even with the big boys. Okay? Chase on. He actually was quite productive in the bottom six. Like, he's, he's you know, let's not forget he had a two-goal game, wasn't playing with the big boys. And, uh, by the way, the second unit on Sunday uh, was Nurse on the point, Granlin, Neal, and Gagne with K-Rez, the net front presence. I don't think that's going to end up being the, well, maybe it is going to be the second unit, but uh, tells us that Granlin's going to be an important guy, and we know he's going to kill penalties. We think K-Rez is going to kill penalties. We think Nuge is going to kill penalties. We know that Shan's going to kill penalties. The other thing it tells us is this, they're not too presumptuous at the stage with either Nygaard or Haas, because they're going to be doing something here. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland 4 text line. Two bits of news that we're going to get to right now, 146 in Edmonton. The Edmonton Oil Kings have made a trade. They've dumped one layer 20 Well, I don't want to use the word dump, but they've traded one layer. They're at four 20-year-olds. They are now down to three. They've traded Parker Gavlis. He's from Saskatoon. His dad, Brian, was the old uh, University of Saskatchewan volleyball coach for a number of years. Parker, who came last year at a time in which the Oil, Oil Kings had a bunch of injuries on defense. He did a stellar job. He played uh, 40, what did he play? F- about f- yeah, 46 games to the Oil Kings, went plus 15 last year at 10 points. He has been moved uh, to the Medicine Hat Tigers, uh, so the Edmonton Oil Kings are now down to three 20-year-olds. Uh, and that's the maximum that you're allowed. I will also tell you that one of the RFAs, the other day, Mitch Marner signed. Travis Konechny is now off of the market. He has signed a six-year extension with the Philadelphia Flyers at $5.5 million. I'd say he, he did okay because he's not been as... So none of the other big boys, the Rantanins, the Kachucks, the Brock Bessers, uh, the Patrick Lines, those guys remain unsigned. But Konechny, five and a half times six, that's the Bo Horvat contract. I think I'd rather have Bo Horvat at that price point, but Horvat signed that deal a couple years ago. Konechny doesn't really bring the offense like the other guys do, but I, I like his full game, in my opinion. He's got some bite. I saw him. I actually saw him play uh, in Ottawa when the Oilers were there about three years ago, maybe four years ago, and they flooded. They had a flood in their building. The game got delayed about an hour. I got home about 3.30 in the morning that night from the hockey game. It was strictly because it was a hockey game, honey. It had nothing to do with the fact that A.J. Jakubik and myself may have driven into Hull. I'm, I'm not saying that that may have occurred or may not have occurred. 148, Jack Michaels coming up in conversation with Sam Gagne, and we'll go down uh, memory lane with this day in Oilers history. This is Oilers Now. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6.30 Chad. It's been a good day. Daryl Cates telling us that he's feeling good. CBA, NHLPA will not opt out of it. So we've got labor peace to 2022. Connor McDavid saying he'd like to play a couple uh, exhibition games. 
This text comes to us from Jericho's Mile. Great movie. On our Heartland Ford uh, text line. Wow, that's old school. Uh, was that Richard Strauss? I think it was. Anyhow, the question is, Bob, you rarely say anything negative about anybody. So on that note, is there anybody in the sports world you're not a big fan of? LeVar Ball. I am not a fan of LeVar Ball. The whole big baller thing. Not a big fan of LeVar Ball. What about you, man? I, I yeah, <laughs> specifically with LeVar Ball, I, I am with you on that one. And it was funny because his kid came out uh, a couple days ago and said that the brand of shoes that they were using, the big baller brand, he had to change them every quarter because they were so defective, they kept blowing up on him. So. Sad. All right, let's go to Listian Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Join Oilers now on two great road trips to Chicago or Tampa Bay, including a five-night Caribbean cruise. For reservations, reach out to New West Travel, newwesttravel.com. On this day in 1979, Brendan Escott. The Edmonton Oilers opened the team's first NHL training camp at the University of Alberta's Varsity Arena. Taking the ice were such names as Blair McDonald and Wayne Gretzky, along with the 1979 draft class of Kevin Lowe, Mark Messier, and Paul Coffey. Now, of course, that's Claire Drake Arena. There you have it. Jack Michaels in conversation with Sam Gagne. He's going to play with James Neal and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Here it is. Going through some adversity like I have, I think it just always helps you as a player and as a person. Um, you know, I think uh, I'm more versatile than I was. I think I handle situations better than I did. You know, I've worked a lot on, on my speed and, and um, you know, being sound defensively. And I think I've made uh, a lot of improvements there. And, you know, I'm... I, I, yeah, I'm excited about you know the opportunity in front of us. I really believe that I can um, be a be a big part of a of a winning team, and and um, you know that's my mindset. I think um, there's uh, a lot to like about kind of the way things are going here, and uh, you know I'm excited to be a part of that. At times, as a hockey player, and in any career for that matter, you also need a break. You got a good break in Columbus with a coach that appreciated your skill set, and then it kind of went the other way for you a little while. I'm wondering whether when you heard the news in the summer that Dave Tippett was here, you were thinking, there's maybe one back in in my favor as a guy who really appreciates your game. Yeah, it's exciting for me. I think, uh, you know, bouncing around and being with, you know, a lot of different coaches, uh, it's definitely (laughs) nice to have some familiarity and uh, you know I've kept in touch with Tip and um, I think uh, you know he's a guy who's who can really help us uh, get to another level he's he's patient behind the bench and you know he allows you to to play your game and at the same time um, you know he's really focused on making sure that we're structured and and we're playing together as a a five-man unit every time we're on the ice and um, you know I'm excited to see uh, where things are going to go I mean um, all you can really do is focus on the day at hand and trying to get better and I think we've done a good job of that so far and you know it starts tonight with our first game and we just kind of continue to build to follow up on that point about tip talk to a few other guys who've been in the league almost as long as you have been and they said they couldn't remember a first day at camp where a coach got right down to business Mm -hmm. in terms of structure Mm -hmm. and systems did that strike you as well yeah I mean tips tips really experienced and I think he understands um, you know guys are in shape Uh, guys come to 
camp um, ready to compete and uh, you know I think because of that you know we just got right down to, to making sure our structure was sound and that we're doing the right things and and uh, collectively as a unit we know what we're supposed to do and um, you know I think uh, there wasn't really any time wasted and um, you know I, I think it's been good for us I mean um, I'm excited to play games now and kind of get that feel back and the timing back of, of playing games but um, you know training camps been great so far can you give me some backfill on your history at left wing because as your career has progressed it seems like you're a guy that especially if a coach trusts you you're the guy who if they need a spot you're the guy who flips over when did you start playing the left side did you play it at all as a kid um i've kind of played everywhere um yeah. uh, you know i played a little bit of left wing as a kid when uh when you know Tavares, i we were on the same team growing up and whenever we wanted to put us on the same line i would slide over to left or or vice versa he would slide it's just you know you, you kind of get comfortable being in different positions and then as my careers progress here i've kind of um you know bounced around from center back to wing and um you know different different uh, lines different roles and you know i think it just it all helps your versatility i think um for me uh i'm excited about the opportunity that we have with uh Naylor and nuge i think there's something there and uh i just gotta continue to push forward and try and get better every day and uh, keep getting more and more comfortable but um you know i'm excited about it i think um uh our team can really surprise some people and uh, i'm looking forward to doing just that Sam Gagne in the lineup tonight with Ryan Newton, Hopkins, and James Neal. Pre-game show, 5.30, puck drops, 7 o'clock. Jack Michaels, Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, and myself, Bob Stauffer. All right, tomorrow, Sportsnet's Mark Spector. Spector and Stauffer brought to you every Tuesday and Friday now by the horses. Horse Racing Alberta present live standard red racing every Friday night and Sunday afternoon at Century Mile Racetrack in Nisku. Up next, a news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Special thanks to Tim Shipton and Josh Prakarski for assisting us on today's show. So long, everybody, from Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.